In today's show, we're looking ahead to Tuesday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. This episode of Locked On Fantasy Basketball is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't need or you don't want and can even negotiate better prices on the ones that you want to keep. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're looking ahead to the games for Tuesday in the NBA. There are eight of them on. Let's look at them right now. First game is the Bucks and the Magic. Dante DiVincenzo is back. Is he worth a 12-team league pickup? I don't believe so. But how his minutes look in comparison to George Hill and more importantly to Grayson Allen is going to be of great interest to me just to see how all that playing time shakes out because we've seen Grayson get a big run of things. We've seen Pat Connaughton get a big run of things. We've seen George Hill play elevated minutes. But the Bucks are healthy now. Apart from Brook Lopez, everyone's available. Touch wood. So how does DiVincenzo fit in? How does Grayson Allen fit in? How does Pat Connaughton, who was playing 30 minutes a night, fit in? Does he go back to playing 20 minutes a night? Does he play 22 minutes a night? Is he a droppable player? Look, these are all interesting questions for the Milwaukee Bucks. The Magic, on the other hand, they are not healthy. We don't know whether Cole Anthony will play. He sat out last game for ankle injury management. He's played one of the last five. We hope he's back, but we don't know. Mo Bamba could also clear COVID protocols. So could Terrence Ross. So could Mo Wagner. They are at the 10-day mark, so they should be back. Um... What does it mean for Gary Harris, who's been playing well? Nice, Gary! Good minutes for Gaz. Good production, carrying a lot of this team. But if Anthony's back and then Bumba returns and Terrence Ross is back, does Harris remain as a 12-team league guy? Watching his minutes uh, and how his production looks is interesting. And then also whether Cole is back or not is a, is a big question mark. The Sixers and the Raptors. Seth Curry has been playing um, pretty well, although the shooting numbers for him have dropped a little bit of late. We like what he does, of course, and the assists have been up, which is encouraging for Seth. But I just want to watch to see whether that shooting can get back. And these minutes are sky high as well. And there is no Shake Milton, Danny Green, or Andre Drummond for this game. So that does help his overall value. And then Matisse Thibel, who's doing nothing offensively, getting defensive stats, sure. Does that make him anything more than a streamer? In my mind, no, it doesn't. For the Raptors, um, they could be getting a bunch of guys back from COVID. Gary Trent, Pascal Siakam, uh, and Ken Birch are all listed as questionable. Still no Van Vliet, Ananobi, or Barnes, but Trent, Siakam, and Birch could return. So what does that mean for Chris Boucher, who's been playing, playing good minutes or decent minutes, but still not even getting to 30 a night despite everyone being out? If Siakam and Birch are both back, does that mean Boucher is like a 15-minute-a-night player? How he fits in the rotation will be interesting. And then, yeah, watching for Siakam and Trent to see whether they're back and how it impacts everybody else on this team will be something to watch for. The Wizards in the Heat, they will be, Washington that is, will be without Bradley Beal once again and Contavious Caldwell-Pope in the COVID protocols. Will we finally get the return of Rui Hachimura? 
I don't know. He's listed questionable again. He's been questionable the last two games as they've tried to ramp up his conditioning. He hasn't played in those games. So where does he fit in? Does Kyle Kuzma improve? Because he's been pretty poor the last couple of games. And how does Hachimura impact him? And what about Spencer Dinwiddie, who has upped his production and his minutes, most importantly, without Bradley Beal? There's still been some iffy overall production, but he's been better in these games without Bealo. For the Heat, we know that they will be without Kyle Lowry, but Jimmy Butler is back. They could also get PJ Tucker back. What does it mean for the minutes of, say, Caleb Martin, the Winter Soldier, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent? Vincent, I think, will be pretty safe, but Martin and Struess, will they be impacted by PJ's Tuck, PJ Tucker's return, and can they re- remain viable for 12-team formats? I think Omer Yurtseven is going to be viable, and he is a must-roster player at this time, but I also want to watch him closely to see what level of production we're going to get out of Omer in this game. The Lakers and the Rockets. Malik Monk put together some really good numbers on Christmas Day. Will they lean heavily into Monk more? Will or will we get Avery Bradley back in the rotation? Will we get more Wayne Ellington? Will we get, um, there's no more Isaiah Thomas on this team, but will Stanley Johnson play a rotation role? Where does Monk fit in? Will they just lean into playing him good minutes or not? I don't know. That's how that works. And then whether Stan can be in that rotation and Part of a key group that we saw on Christmas Day is a big question. Well, for the Rockets, KJ Martin is trending up. Is he trending up enough to be a 12-team league guy? I don't know. The only issue I have is the last time we saw the Rockets play, he played 16 minutes against the Pacers. So is Martin able to push into mid-20s with players getting healthy, or will he go back into that sub-20-minute role? And then we don't know whether Jalen Green and Kevin Porter are going to play in this game. It is a back-to-back. The Rockets are playing on Monday, and both Green and Porter at the time of me recording this are questionable for Monday. I imagine they don't play on the back-to-back, so whether they play Monday or Tuesday remains to be seen. Green looked great in his first game back. Can he maintain that level of production will be the question mark. The Knicks and the Timberwolves. For the Knicks, it's the point guard situation. Alec Burks or Kemba Walker? Alec Berg. Will Burks remain in a 17-minute bench roll like last game? Or 18-minute? I don't know. Emmanuel quickly could return as well, further complicating the issue. And then also Mitchell Robinson. There's no Nerlens Noel. Robinson's minutes are up, but his production is still all over the shop. You still probably want him in a 12-team league, but watching to see some level of consistency from him would be great. And then for the Wolves, they are without Carl Anthony Towns, of course, and without Naz Reed. So it looks like Nathan Knight is going to get an opportunity to start. Now, he may not, because I'm recording this before they play on Monday, but he's still someone that I want to watch to see how much playing time he does actually get in this um, sort of matchup. Or do they go with um, do they go with Greg Munro? And I don't know where my Greg runs in um, uh, sound is. Can I find it? I, I just I just don't know where it is, and that is really disappointing. I've got to find it. Actually, you know what? I'm going to pause it to try and find it. All right, we're back in business now. As Greg runs in, we realize this could get dangerous. Oh, yeah. There it is. The old classic. So is Greg Monroe going to play? That's going to be interesting. And then Jaden McDaniels. He's playing a lot of minutes in place of Jared Vanderbilt Bar. How much does McDaniels play? But how good does he look is also equally as important in this game. It's also equally important for you to take control of your subscriptions. You probably got too many, some that you're paying for that you don't know how to cancel or some that you don't even remember signing up for. So Truebill, 
That's where they come in. They are the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, that you don't want, or that you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there for you when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users that help them save over $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Go right now, truebill.com slash locked on NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Next game, the Cal- Cavaliers and the Pelicans. Larry Markin was on my buy low show earlier today. He's been playing poorly. Let's see, can he turn it around? We don't know with the Cavs what their COVID situation will be. For this game, will Evan Mobley be able to return? Will Isaac Okoro be able to return? I imagine Okoro will. He was out, just returned to competition um, conditioning last game. So he should be back. So can Markin and figure it out? And can Kevin Love keep up this insane run of low-minute, high-level production? He's been ridiculous. But if um, Mobley is back, does Love move back to the bench? Yeah, how does his numbers look there? Well, for the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram could be out. He's dealing with that Achilles issue, Achilles soreness. Valanchunas has missed the last two due to illness. So Josh the Hitman Hart has really been firing up. He's shooting at an absolutely astronomical level, which is likely to come down. But there's still high minutes and high usage potential here. And the same goes for Herb Jones, who could really see a bump if Ingram does happen to miss. Jones is only a steel streamer before that news. But if Ingram does go down or does have to miss time, then Jones is going to be a little bit more palatable as a 12-team league option. The Thunder and the Kings. The Thunder now getting hit with COVID absences. Jeremiah Robinson Earl is out. Darius Baisley is out. Trey Mann is out. And Alexei Pokyshevsky is out. So does that mean they're going to have to give more minutes to Derek Favors? That's a possibility. And maybe he can become a stream option. So how they use him and Mike Muscala as the centers, or even does Isaiah Roby get back into the mix, will be something to watch. And then without Mann, we saw last game the Salt Flake, Theo Maladon. He stepped back into the rotation and played 20-plus minutes. Will they go to Maladon, or will they go to Ty Jerome in that backup role with Mann out? That is the question there. Well, for the Kings, we saw last game that Terrence Davis scored well, but only played 15 minutes. The Davis, Metu, Bagley, Harkless mix for those minutes is still a big question mark. And we want to see if anyone can yeah, pull away and establish themselves. I highly doubt that they can, or at least do that consistently. But watching Davis will be interesting. And then, of course, on the buy low show, we did have um, Rashawn Holmes because he's barely, he's not playing at all at the moment. 15 minutes a night, really poor production with some foul trouble creating that issue. Let's see what Holmes can do here and hopefully get that those numbers back on track. Let's look at the last game. It is the Denver Nuggets. They are taking on the Golden State Warriors. Will Barton was on the buy low show, so let's see if he's able to up his production. He's shooting really poorly. The minutes are down. I have faith in Barton being able to step that up. But also, interestingly, last game, they closed the game with Davon Reed over Jeff Green. Will they continue to do that? Will they keep Reed? I've seen Nuggets beat reporters calling for them to keep Reed on a long-term deal and wave someone like Bolt. Let's see if Reed is able to stick around. Is he a fantasy option? Only for very deep leagues, but watching how they deploy him here is going to be really interesting. Well, for the Warriors, we know that they're without uh, Draymond Green. There's Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole who are still dealing with COVID absences. Clay Thompson's still out. Damian Lee's still out. So Otto Porter and Gary Payton, the doctor, we're going to see some bigger minutes for those guys. Porter looks like an excellent stream, as does Juan Toscano-Anderson, but Porter looks really, really solid, and Payton playing at an 
on honestly an awesome level for a bloke that is Gary Payton the second. He is playing so, so well at the moment. If you know that your action for betting, this is one of the worst segues you'll ever hear, but let's just scrap it and go, all right, bet online. Has you covered all holiday season? That's better. More props, more lines, more odds than ever before as football marches towards the college football bowl season and towards the NFL playoffs. Bet online is your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. From basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's look at some back-to-back streamers for Tuesday and Wednesday. Now, um, we've got Lakers players. Taylor Horton, Tucker, and Malik Monk. We've got Thunder guys, Kenrich Williams, Ty Jerome, Taj Gibson for the Knicks, Dwight Howard also for the Lakers. Gabe Vincent still available in a lot of leagues. He's a great streamer there for the Miami Heat as they have that back-to-back combination. If we're just looking at Tuesday's action, I like Juan Toscano Anderson, Taylor Horton, Tucker, Malik Monk, Josh Christopher with the assumption that maybe Green and Porter are both out. Kenrich Williams with Baisley out and Robinson Earl. Dean Wade, Gabe Vincent, Yuta Watanabe, especially so if Pascal Siakam is out, and Sfima Hailuk up there in Toronto. For deeper leagues, any of those guys that I mentioned you can look at, but some other names to consider for deeper formats. Delano Banton, Corey Kispert with Beal out, Jeff Green, Ty Jerome, KJ Martin, Derek Favors, Nemanja Bielica, Taj Gibson, and Kavon Looney. And then lastly, we go to points leagues. These guys are all available in over 50% of Yahoo leagues. Omar Yetzevin, Taylor Horton Tucker, Juan Toscano Anderson, Otto Porter, Eric Gordon, Josh Christopher, Kenrich Williams, Malik Monk, and Delano Banton. That will do it for me today, guys. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. Leave a comment down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.